20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some phenomenal. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts going to be drained. Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. And this is episode 43. We don't have a title for this episode. No, no, just kind of a titleless one. There is a topic that I wanted that we'll get into later, but um, no, no uh, main title for this one. So it'll be a question mark topic until listeners actually get into it. Although I'll probably end up titling it anyway, so who am I? Well, yeah, you'll—I'm sure you'll come up with the title for for it for when you make the post and whatnot. But um, I'll leave it up to you to decide what that's going to be. So, what do we got for this episode? We just recently um, ordered some new sex toys. We did actually. Uh, there's a company based out of Michigan called Lovers Lane. They are a sex com- sex toy and clothing lingerie uh, based. Are they re- not a national retailer? Chain? No, they're not. They're they're not a national chain. I knew they were. They're common in Michigan and I think in the Midwest in general. I don't yeah, think you'll they're see, widespread. You'll see Lovers Lane um, stores all over the place yeah. around here. We're not sponsored by them, but you'll see them around. And anyway, they had a 50% off sale over the weekend, last weekend. So it's like, oh man, can't help but take part in that. And so I got myself a new vibrator. I had worn mine out, busted up the motor. I have the kind where the, the head actually rotates along with the clitoral stimulation i love the clitoral stimulation but my favorite part's the rotating head and i that motor was just going dead so i bought myself a, a new vibrator and then in well addition, why don't you, why don't you t- mention what brand it is like we can we can make this like we can talk about the stuff we got and then in a few weeks or a month or a little bit longer we can actually talk about a review of them so. sure so um the brand is vibratex which i've never heard of before and it's called the dahlia um, it's a, I don't know, probably about a seven or eight inch, um, dildo. It's got a large head on it. It's, um, silicone. It's quite squishy. I don't like them real hard. I like more of a softer, squishier, uh, vibrator. Oh yeah. It's a hundred percent silicone. And then it's got a, uh, big clitoral stimulation section on it. That, the... It actually looks kind of like a slug. It does which look is like weird, a slug, which, which is funny. I mean, it is what it is, but anyway, it's got... Um, independent motors, one to do the clit stimulation and then one to cause the head to rotate and it rotates both clockwise and counterclockwise and at various speeds. And there's also a few different settings to like have it start, start and stop on its own. And then the same thing for the clit stimulation piece. So I'm really looking forward to to trying it out. Runs on four AAA batteries and it's waterproof. So looking forward to it yeah you should you should um post a picture of of the toys we're gonna be talking about this episode post a picture of them yeah definitely. one thing that you like um is the 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 different um vibrating um features you know there's yeah the way um the one that we were looking at that you said that your current one doesn't do is it starts off vibrating really slowly and then ramps up in speed yep and then then it like stops slows back down yeah so i'm looking forward to trying out the the variability in speed and I'll I'll report back on how that goes. So. Is, is is that one um is that one waterproof? Yeah. Oh yeah. Although yep. you don't really use them. I in have the... used it in the shower actually quite a bit. There there's I like using it in the shower. Do you? Especially if I'm on my period. Sorry for you men listening, but it helps with the mess. So <laughs> yeah, I, I've used it in the shower quite a bit, and we have a we have a whirlpool hot tub, whirlpool bathtub, and so it's nice to take it in there if I'm relaxing in the whirlpool. And, um, so yeah, I mean it's it's not a feature I use all the time, but it's definitely a feature I enjoy. Yeah, it it, it looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, and and I couldn't beat the price after being fifty percent off because I think retail is somewhere around hundred dollars. So fifty percent off made made it a lot less painful on the pocketbook for a vibrator. It was. And so then, the next thing we got is we made the, or I made the plunge. We made the plunge to get a harness for you we've talked about mm-hmm. how i am intrigued about 
uh, pegging and. And it is the year of the anal. That's what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're already halfway through it, so I know. I know. Let's get going on the anal. Um, so we also bought a harness from Lovers Lane as well, and you, I gave you the task of doing the research for it. So yeah, there's a lot of things to choose from. I only, my only uh, rule was I wanted it to be a fairly small diameter mm-hmm. uh, dildo that went along with it. Yep, and, and, and I found that there's a lot of varying quality. There's uh, really nice leather ones that have metal O-rings that you can use to attach the strap on, and those seem to be the most popular, and they definitely get the best reviews. Um, and it goes all the way down to some that are cheaper with kind of a velvety material and the um, kind of the fake leather kind of material with rubber O-rings, and those tended to not be reviewed at all or get poor quality reviews. Since we've never done this before, I didn't want to bite the bullet and get a super expensive, really high quality one just yet, but I didn't want to get something that was cheap and would lessen our experience and make us not have a good time with it. I didn't mm-hmm. want to get something that was going to cause me to chafe. So I ended up settling on one by a company called Sport Sheets, and it's called the Newcomer Strap-On and Silicone Dildo Set. It's uh, reasonable quality, it looks like. Um, How much was it? Uh, what was it? I think it was... Right around thirty-five or forty bucks. So it's yeah, good price. Good price came with came with a silicone dildo, and the the dildo is a 0.75 inch diameter, which is really it's it's pretty small. I mean, it's about maybe the size of a thumb, maybe a little bit bigger around than a thumb. But I don't, I don't I don't think it's bigger than a thumb. I was I would say a thumb or yeah, a thumb's probably uh, yeah, appropriate. and and it's uh, so it's a thumb about a thumb diameter, and I think it's about four inches long. So it should yeah. be pretty... And, I, mean, I should be able to handle that. <laughs> you should be, yeah. Yeah, but it'll, it'll accept up to a, an inch and a, inch and a half or an, actually an inch and a quarter. So we can... It'll grow with us, I guess, is the point. Yeah, so that as means... As you want to get a bigger means, dildo, we yeah, so will be the, able to. So the O-ring portion where the, mm-hmm. where the dildo goes in, that means that... Um, it's going to be fairly loose. Like, I wonder if, like, it's going to jiggle around, if the dildo itself will I jiggle around. I think the O-ring the on this is rubber, and so it'll just stretch. Although, the way the harness works, it should tighten up against your body. Right. So right. then it shouldn't... So that actually should take care of that. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to trying that as well. It'll be interesting. And yeah, this I'm, one is definitely I'm, marketed for couples. It's marketed for pegging. There's yeah, a guy and a girl the, on the Yeah, that's the interesting thing that I... W- First off, I'm looking forward to it, but also... You know, a little. I have some apprehension about it. A little, a little hesitant about, um, about it, just because it's going to be a whole, a whole, totally new experience. I, I'm, I think I'll enjoy it though. I, I think it'll. I think we both will. Um, Although I, I recognize it's going to take some getting used to for me to get a rhythm. <laughs> I'm not usually used to being the one doing the thrusting of that kind of thrusting. I'm not used to having, essentially, yeah, a, you a penis used, in front of me. Like, I'm used to grinding woman, or when riding. A, yeah, when down. a woman fucks, she usually. We'll do a we'll do a grinding motion is more yep. what she does, or sliding up and down along the shaft. Yeah, but typically I would say it's a grinding. I guess it depends on the position too. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, and also, if if just what am I trying to say? Yeah, just it 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 does depend on position. But I, I think when uh when you're really trying to just enjoy yourself, I think that's when it is it, mm-hmm. it is grinding. You know, if it's trying to just do different positions. Or try, try, try a fun position, then it's gonna, then it's t- will, you know, up and down in the shaft will. Well, like I mean, if you think about reverse cowgirl, you can do that with more of a grinding, well, yeah. or you can do that with an yeah. Up so and you'll down. have you have a different, and then it'll be different for me, just you know, just uh, taking it. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be interesting. And the thing that was it's kind um, of a role reversal. The thing that um, I like um, is that the the box for it, the. Um, the box that comes in and the mark, you know, the box is part of when you're marketing a, a product, you know, you see it on the shelf. We bought it online, but like when you see it on the shelf, it's who are they marketing this to? And it is a, there's a guy and a girl on the mm-hmm. cover and the, or on the box and the, the girl has the harness on and the guy is there, but it is marketed specifically to couples to play with, with the, yeah. with, uh, with, with, with pegging. And it even says on the back, um, perfect for beginners or pegging. So, I, I, we haven't dabbled in a ton of harnesses, and I don't know if that's typical or if it's more typical or if you just happen to find one that's marketed towards pegging and towards the couple male-female experience. Or, because I would think that yeah, harnesses mean, are marketed more towards 
lesbians, um, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe the harness uh, marketing, maybe the biggest purchasers of it, of, of harnesses, is for uh, pegging. Yeah, I mean, when, when I was doing the shopping... Female, male dominance or... When I was doing the shopping, it was pictures of the products themselves but not the products in the boxes so i didn't know what the packaging was going to look like so i had no idea that it was you know going to come with that kind of an image on the front i only saw what the product itself looked like Mm -hmm. so it's i don't know how any of these things were marketed this one the title of it was the newcomer newcomers strap on so i mean that made it pretty clear that it was for people who are new at this and i would assume then that it would be marketed towards people who wanted to do anal because well, the vagina, what... you know, you don't need a 0.7 inch, 0.75 inch dildo for that, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly marketed towards the woman on the cover has the strap on, or the harness on and the, the male is yeah, right I'm, there. Yeah, I'm just saying I didn't see that image but I think, when I was buying it. I, I, I had no idea no, yeah, what that I'm was, just, looked like. But you would, I we haven't actually seen this in any, in any sex shops, but it would be something that you could, that sex shops there are sex shops out there that would carry this product. Oh yeah. And what's it's interesting. It wouldn't because make you be homophobic homophobic about it. It, it wouldn't. You you'd walk by this it's or inviting. you'd think about it and be like, oh, that's something that a man a man and a woman would do together. Mm-hmm. And this isn't it isn't like there's two guys right in the cover and because because while that's while even if it was a man and a man on the cover and we used it for two pegging, men wouldn't need a strap on. Oh yeah, what am I thinking? Two men have plenty of dildos, go, dicks going around. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess I would. So scratch that. I was I was just thinking like it's. I guess what I'm really trying to say is that it, it's um by showing the man and the woman, it's clearly marketing this towards. This is this is anal for play heterosexual for heterosexual well, couples. Yeah, not... anal play for the man. Yeah. And with a couple, and it's just a little bit more inviting, a little bit more. It, I think that yeah, if you I don't were feel to see, like you're using a toy that was built for lesbians. If I were to, yes, exactly. And if I were to see this on the shelf at a store, it would be inviting to me. And I think it's um, interesting and good marketing to bring in a crowd that might otherwise be because um, even my, by it, even yeah. myself, it takes it it, it it takes a little while to be open enough and to explore mm-hmm. explore wanting to you know, try pegging or, and it just makes it comfortable. So I, I'd be curious to actually just see other boxes. See, yeah. like, we'll um, have to go to a couple of sex shops, see what they have, see if they have mm-hmm. this product. So I guess we can move on from there. Those are a couple of toys we got earlier this week. Um, why don't you talk about our voicemail, our voicemail giveaway? Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, we announced that actually, I guess it was about a month ago at this point that we were having the contest. Two recordings ago, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would have been episode 41. We started the contest for calling in, leaving us a voicemail, and we said that we'd have a couple of winners who would have the opportunity, who would win a Triple X Truth or Dare board game. So, um, thank you for everybody who called in. We love listening to your voicemails. We're actually going to play one of them and answer the question for it. And uh, yeah, it was fun hearing some voicemails. Getting it was some, great. Finally, actually, um, having some people utilize the voicemail and call in mm-hmm. and. I think you know it was a good incentive to try to get a board game out of it because it's a it's a really cool game and so um, you'll those of the the two of you who were selected to win you you're definitely gonna enjoy the game for sure. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's pretty good quality too. It's a hot, sexy board game. So yeah. I'll be in touch with you guys, you winners, to uh, get those addresses and get them sent out. So well, congratulations! Congratulations! And let's go ahead and play one of those voicemails right now. Hi guys, this is Goody Tissues out in California, and I think I think the contest uh, idea to get people to call in is great because it uh, sure uh, gave me some incentives. So, but what I really have for you is a question. Uh, we just started in the lifestyle; we haven't really swung yet, but we went to our first uh, couple of meet and greets uh, really recently, and I was just curious. You know, we had uh, people give us business cards, and we had. Um, a couple couples just write out ask us if we wanted to get together. And so do you think they were just being polite, or do you think people are really interested in us? That's our question, and uh, it would be great to uh, hear it sometime, hear your answers sometimes. Thanks. Thanks for leaving us that voicemail. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So we've never received business cards from anyone. Uh, we've gotten plenty of people at meet and greets who've said, hey, we'd like to meet up, or we should get some drinks, or 
what's your SLS screen name? And I genuinely believe that those are real people who really do want to get together with you. I don't think they're being just nice. I think I think they're interested. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And what we found in the lifestyle is if somebody's not interested, they're probably not going to go out of their way to give you their business card or give you their information or ask for your screen name. They're going to be polite and, you know, you'll chat up people and you'll meet people at meet and greets and, and at parties that are fun and fun to talk to and enjoyable to have their company, but then you can tell if there's chemistry or, mm-hmm. or at least though, you know, the, they the, might the, say, well, the lack have a... of chemistry and, yeah. and people typically won't go out of their way if they're not interested in pursuing this further, be it, you know, a, yeah. a date, um, a, you know, a, a date outside of the party and the meet and yep. greet. I think they'll still be nice to you, but they'll be nice to you and say, Hey, it was nice chatting you up. Enjoy the rest of the party or, We'll see you around, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah, definitely. You know, they, they're not going to go out of their way. You're right. And and with the business card, to me, that's an even bigger step because that's... Well, that's going to have personal That's going to have personal information on it. Yeah. yeah, so if they're giving you that information, they're definitely interested in you, and they trust you enough to give you information that, that's personal about them. Yeah, that's so, a good point. I didn't even think about that aspect of it, that they're probably going to be professional business cards. You didn't mention in your voicemail if it was you know if it was for never seen a swinger card they're they're out in california so maybe yeah i doubt they do things a little different out there i'm sure it's just here's my swinger card (laughs) watch on on the on the card it's got your stats like she's by age age whatever (laughs) prefers this he's this got their little weight on it their eye color that'd be funny like (laughs) you remember you wouldn't have to look up there you know it reminds me of those like you know those cards they have at vegas you know, oh, when you're walking around the hooker cards, yeah, the, where the guys are like, and then they yeah. hand it to you. What if you had like swinger cards, like the hooker cards, like <laughs> with your fun. with your name all, you know, your your screen name on it and your picture. <laughs> that would be really really funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, you're exactly right that they're gonna be giving out their work business cards. I would assume, and yeah. those are gonna have you know probably their mm-hmm. first and last name, which is even like a bigger step than a lot of times you'll go yeah. even at a you know just so our. We would definitely say that if they gave you their 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 business card, they're into you. Yeah, and if they gave you even if they gave you their screen name and said, "Hey, we should get drinks sometime," I still think they're into you. Yeah, they're now, interested in pursuing or at least, further. At least they're interested in a friendship. Yeah, they're not at a know, bare minimum. It's it, hard to say if they're it, into you sexually. It doesn't but, mean that they want to take you back and and uh, fuck you right then and there, but they're interested in getting to know you better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe they are interested in uh, in in getting down and dirty right then and there, but they at least are interested in in pursuing further they want to get down with your bad selves (laughs) yeah i I don't think anybody in the lifestyle has the time or the patience to be nice for the sake of being nice and nobody from from our experiences nobody is out there to lead anybody on so i really do believe that if you're getting that then you you should be proud of your little hottie selves indeed indeed so thank you very much for the voicemail and Enjoy your Triple X Truth or Dare board game that we will be sending out. Let and... us know how it goes. We'd like to hear about your your uh, enjoyment playing the game too. As and um, thank you for the other individuals who uh, sent in voicemails and the other contest winner. And keep be... them coming too. Yeah, definitely. One five seven swing seven. Just leave us a voicemail. Yeah, exactly. If you want to have your voicemail read on the air and have a question for us, let us know. We'll discuss it. It's it's fun. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Me too. So moving on to some new news items that I want to get. Just a couple quick things that I thought were relevant and interesting. Um, over the last couple of weeks, a major celebrity came out, and it, it wasn't it, the the came out um, as non-monogamous, but that wasn't the main crux of the story, which was interesting. Um, Jason Biggs, the pie fucker from American Pie. <laughs> Poor guy's never gonna get her. the main the main character in American Pie, as well as he has a part in the Netflix series Orange Is the New Black, which is an excellent show. And he's also the voice of Leonardo in the <laughs> current Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Although it came out that he's not going to be. He's yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, if you've seen American Pie, you know who we're talking about, Jason Biggs. He um he was on a couple of talk shows, I think, promoting. The They're promoting a two. book. They're promoting a book. Oh, a his book? wife. His wife wrote a book. Oh, okay, well that makes sense because they're talking about his wife. Yep. But um, talking about how his wife had. It's a memoirs. It's a is it memoir? I, I don't think it's that's plural. not plural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized, oh shit, that's wrong. Yeah, it's an individual book, so it's not plural. But even if it was plural, I don't think the the pluralization of memoir is mem 
memoirs. Is no, it? it's it's singular. But anyway, is it? Would is well, is it? Is multiple memoirs? We'll see. I'm. Even... I don't even know, but I don't care. I want to talk about fucking. <laughs> so Jason Biggs was um on some talk shows talking about how his wife had got him some hookers and well she got him a hooker and apparently it went drastically wrong when the hooker showed up it was a little person hooker dressed as a troll this is in vegas yeah and so he was like that that's not gonna happen so then they tried to get hooker number two and i don't remember recall what the story was with that i think uh something went wrong with that one yeah, and so then were... then they went for hooker number three and apparently she was in bed watching eating a bag of chips trying to egg him on and he just couldn't couldn't complete yeah, as, so as he worded it. it. Was, so you you should definitely check it out on YouTube. The the interview's funny. It was it, it's it's humorous and um And I think they were on the view or just like a regular everyday talk show talking about this. So I love the fact that um that kind of discussion could happen on a everyday yeah. daytime talk show, not like a David Letterman or whatever. So yeah, it is. It is. Um, it was cool to hear a celebrity come out and talk about. It was a. Hu- it's a humorous story. It's a pretty funny anecdote that he yeah, has. Yeah, and they're and... they're advertising their book and they're trying to give something juicy that might uh, increase sales. But for me, ultimately, what it shows is celebrities who are open and honest about their sex lives, and they're not embarrassed about it. They're not, but they're not flaunting it. They're just saying like this is what it is. And and in one of the clips that I saw of the interview. He was, Jason was talking about, um, just, although it's not something that they do every day, it's something they're open and honest about, and, and I like that, that, you know, they're real people. Yeah, yeah, I, they're real people, and, exactly, and, but the thing that was, just seemed to be glossed over a little bit, or, or not really, the, the humorous aspect of, of things didn't work out, the, the, you know, the, it was a, they took three tries for them to do it. three tries, but, the fundamental aspect is that they were in this instance, you know, it's something they did say they'd say that it's something that they don't do all the time, but they were open to opening up their relationship, at least yeah. for this, at least for his, his, you know, she was giving him this gift yeah. for his birthday and you don't really hear celebrities coming out that often. And I wish that, um, that aspect of the story might've gotten a little bit yeah. more pu- publicity, but who knows? It probably would have been then been skewed. Mm-hmm. To you know, being a negative. I haven't seen any major backlash against it, which well, is even true. better. Like that's, I, I haven't seen you know, any what... major backlash of people saying, "Oh my God, that's wrong. Why would you talk about that?" Three times you hired a hooker. That's expectation that's of people. Like that's a glass there's half been full view that I had. I, I there's been no about. backlash yeah. that I have seen. Like it's it's only been received positively or received indifferently. So that's true. That's a plus. That is true. That it's you know because typically. And in the mainstream media, any sort of sex work is mm-hmm. is. I mean, it was risky for them it. to talk about that. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, prostitution's illegal, although they were in Vegas. So uh, I don't know what the lines well, are is, in Vegas. No, well, it's illegal in Vegas, but then there are bro- there's brothels in Nevada, um, but in the actual city of Las Vegas, um, it is illegal. But then you can, you know, there's but you can still find it there. But oh um, yeah. So yeah, so th- I mean that's a glass half full so, um, way to look at it, and so that's that's um, that's cool a sign too. of progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually would agree with you. So then, moving on, um, your girl crush, Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> She's. I've kind of moved on. I have to admit. Well, pro- have you moved on just because you haven't seen anything with her? No, Katy Perry. <laughs> um. I mean, we. She was in Lovelace not that long ago. Yeah, but the that, first half I think, was I hot and she... sexy. Before. She she was, but she wasn't doing it for me 100%. Well, I, I don't admit. think you like her with the sort of auburn hair. I think you like her as a blonde. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I have to admit, I... I Besides when I, the second... When I, when I watched Smash, the um the lead singer in that, the, the lead girl in that kind of does it for me, so... Anyway. Besides this, and, and, and the second half of Loveless um, is the darker side of that story, and it just takes away from sexiness for sure right um so what about my girl crush she came out and said that sex scenes are great she loves doing sex scenes a lot of times you hear actors or actresses talk once about again how, more honesty from our stars yeah you you hear about how awkward sex scenes are or whatnot but here's a actress coming out and saying no sex scenes are awesome i'm um actually i was i was gonna interpolate and say i'm a single w- woman and i enjoy it but I'm, I'm actually not sure if she's single but you know 
she says a lot of my co-stars have been sexy guys my age who are really respectful and cool, so why not? I'm not going to pretend, uh, pretend it's not fun. So that's good. that's some good sex positivity coming out of it. And I'm having, you know, we're doing a job, and it doesn't have to be awkward. And I'm having, I'm a sexy, fun girl. And I think knowing that the people who are shooting it are having fun makes it that much more enjoyable to watch, too. I mean, you'd... You don't typically think about the actors or actresses when they're acting and think, I wonder if they're having a good time acting. Because if they're a good actor or a good actress, it doesn't matter. But, I don't know, It I think it helps to add to the intensity of the scene if they're actually enjoying themselves as opposed to it being awkward and they really are truly, like, faking their way through it, so. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. So, yeah, that was, that, that's I'd be cool curious and... if we could do a, a anonymous Hollywood poll out there of all those actors and actresses how many of them actually really do really true have fun when they're doing their sex scenes versus it being awkward and you know maybe the awkwardness stems from people who are married or not married or like if you have to be fully nude on set versus not and their their own comfort level with that because there's a lot of people on set and probably also the circumstances of the shoot itself like if the the scene that they're in and the the location that they're in and the set like are they like I, I've heard um, interviews of Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet talk about their famous sex scene in the car in Titanic, and they've talked about just how incredibly awkward it was because it was so hot and stuffy, and they could barely fit in there with the cameras too. That it was just like really hard. So yeah, I think a lot of times the circumstances, even if it would be hot in the other in a different scenario in the scenario that you're shooting mm-hmm. you know it takes it puts a damper on it but yeah. but um, it's interesting to hear a star come out and say hey i like it i know yeah she's like a lot now of... when i'm watching sex scenes i'm gonna be like hmm i wonder if he really does have a boner oh i'm sure oh i'm sure you know i wonder I'm, how, she's often, probably what? I how mean, often do the stars get boners while they're shooting those sex scenes and then for the women oh, sure they always do for the women are they they're like feeling the boner so is there like hollywood uh gossip going around about how big certain people are oh, but then I'm they're sure. probably fucking all each other anyway i'm right? sure like, i'm sure but yeah it's 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 hot she's you know i mean she said a lot of my co-stars have been sexy guys and so we she... need to go out to la i want to see if i can get myself a celebrity that'd be awesome <laughs> oh that's funny probably that's funny. not but how awesome would that be because you know like like that's a free pass like that is a hall pass you get somebody <laughs> famous to fuck you like come on like i just found out that i have a a random connection um, to one of the stars of Big Bang. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not into any of those characters, but if I had the opportunity, could I use a hall pass? I think so. <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on into what I um, what, what I thought would be our main topic for today. I, I thought it, I envisioned it being more of a debate or just a discussion. Um... I was reading an article from um, what spurred this is a couple of things. I was reading an article from the um, NCSF blog, the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Check them out. They are a cool little organization that mm-hmm. you we've know, mentioned advoc- them before. Yeah, they advocate for um, sexual rights and sexual openness, and um, they will post interesting blog posts. And I was reading about a um, a high school in Philadelphia. Um, who had a motivational speaker come, um, as many high schools will do, and it, and it turned, you know, the, the, he got reviewed very well. They said that it was a good, it was a good, um, it was a good speech or good, some good motivational speaking. And then later afterwards, it came out that he was um, the founder of the site um, Swingfest, which is dubbed the ultimate swingers vacation website. And I assume what I actually didn't go check out the website, but I assume you know maybe it's like a travel, um, like a, a mm-hmm. travel agency that that um, focuses on on adult destinations. Yeah, um, I'm sure it probably cruises as well. But then it it it, it blew up and became this bigger thing. And so is and motivational had, speaking this guy's profession? Um, he had other professions before, and he owned a couple businesses and but the it the after it came out that he ran the swinging website and that his credentials weren't exactly as clean as the school had thought the principal came out and apologized about this and i 
wanted to oh and also there's been a couple of news articles um recently about and i could not find them when i was trying to um draft this up but where there's a um i forget where but somewhere there's an ex-porn star who's running for political office and because he was an ex-porn star that's being used against him um and, and the reason why he shouldn't be there and so i just wanted to have a discussion about about sex workers or prior sex workers or those even marginally involved in the sex industry even from porn stars themselves who are on screen four or five hundred credits to their name fucking mm-hmm. all over the place to those just running a swingers you know um a swinger um website about uh travel you know travel agency for swinger destinations um and and what your thought is in in terms of what's appropriate are they should it matter so what i find i find this kind of discrimination really unfortunate because it seems as though society puts a link between sexuality and sexual enjoyment and kind of uh like sexual preference and by sexual preference i can in some cases even lump in uh those outside of uh, you know homosexuality is part of this too but it's not a debate that i want to have but i think as a whole society links sexual preferences to morality and those yes. two things are not linked they're very different things you can have uh you can be a very amoral person and be on the straight and narrow, completely heterosexual and um, monogamous and what would be considered to be extremely vanilla in uh, your regular, you know, in your, as your sexual desires and be completely amoral. Mm-hmm. And the flip, the, the flip side is true, too. You can have kinks and fetishes galore and be one of the most moral people on the planet and and do everything for the greater good and and follow ethics and all those sorts of things but for some reason i don't follow the logic behind this people link those two together and i think it's i think it's the result of religion because i well i i I I agree that's driving a lot of it unfortunately religion unfortunately has i don't want a dog in religion and i don't want this episode to turn into that i don't think it will i think it'll be society i just want to discuss society's views in general but i will agree with you and um expand a little bit on um religion religion has defined morality in our country and in many countries just not always the same religion but religion has defined what is moral or amoral versus versus, versus philosophy versus, and ethics. versus philosophical um thinking and and just trying to get down to the, the golden the, rule yeah the, a good the, person. the humanist view in terms of what is right and wrong just regardless of anything uh just what's a universal right and wrong yeah and and I live in it's, pe- it's 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 it is unfortunate that religion has defined a lot, but yeah, I don't want this to be yeah. a dogging on religion. So we'll have that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that people have this fear that sexual preferences are contagious, like cooties. You, we've seen that with homosexuality, and people are starting to go over that. I mean, that was more like in the seventies and eighties, and now it seems people seem to be becoming more accepting of homosexuality, but. Now we're seeing that kind of discrimination applied elsewhere. So fetishes and kinks and well, yeah, because and other a... groups are now being discriminated against. And unfortunately for swingers, because we're an underground group, I don't think we're you're, we're going to see any kind of a swinger movement anytime soon. So yeah. and that the... discrimination is going to continue. On the there's there's been a couple of instances, um, and, and one specific one that's been in the news recently. And I, I know, unfortunately, I apologize, I couldn't find the information specifically about it, but there's a there is a porn star who's trying to run for political office right now and unfortunately i can't i don't know where or what district but he's being you know the argument against him is well he's a porn star and and the why are those two linked that would that would be my argument and you you know you couldn't have on a big stage this debate about because this debate about porn and why being an ex-porn actor should influence whether or not you are qualified for public office it should be do you have what are your opinions on public policy and what are your opinions on yeah regardless of what jobs previous jobs you've had how you've made a living 
that's it's not linked to to your public policy. I mean, it might be a little bit. So I, I actually found the article or one of the articles. How recent is that? Um, June eighteenth, and this is okay. So that it, this it, is a former porn star who's running for a Palm Beach County School Board. Not, okay, yeah, so okay. it is a political office, but it's related to school board as okay, opposed so, uh, to running a city well, that, or a town. That is was gonna. I was just gonna and, start talking about. And that. And so that's is, where people get touchy because there's children involved. Well, that's what and, I was gonna and talk And that's about. what links directly and, back to my. Oh, they they're afraid that number one, you have you have cooties, so you're gonna spread your you're you're gonna spread your sexual beliefs, which that's crazy. I mean, so it's like you're gonna be an, an evangelical about your sexual beliefs. And number two, I think people also think that if you don't have the typical sexual uh lifestyle that you're going to all of a sudden be a pervert that you're going to try and touch children I yeah think is the yeah other fear. And, like you were in porn you must want to rape my daughter yeah and so um going right off that are there any positions though that you would say i would not be feel comfortable with my child being you know if being if if their teacher was an ex-porn star would that would that bother you? I mean, we have a child now. Like, would that bother you if if his teacher, if it came to light that his teacher was an ex porn star or an ex stripper? Absolutely not. That wouldn't bother me. I'd want to talk to the the teacher just to know the teacher as a person. What does the teacher believe in? What are what are the, you know, what's right and wrong? What's res- I want to make sure that the teacher is respectful. The teacher's kind. The teacher's uh, going to to teach my child. Um. Now, if the if I would look up the porn. I'll be honest. If the teacher was in porn, I'd want to know what kind of porn. Because well, if it's does if it's, that matter though? As yeah, long as it's legal it might, porn, as it long might, as it's not it like it might, it might. And the reason I say that is if I find the porn to be um, really distasteful, because there is some porn out there that uh, comes to different fetishes that could be viewed as like distasteful, like I mean, um, like, like, like like what, like rape porn or something that's really um, objectifying to to people involved or like two girls one cup kind of a thing like i don't know it's it's something that i just might find really gross <laughs> i i have to admit it like and and here i am being hypocritical and i recognize that but um it it kind of comes back to like i want to make sure that the teacher has self-respect and i think that there are certain acts that maybe you don't want to do for money well, two girls, one cup. I mean, that's exactly. You know, there's very few women so, out there who would so, even. So, so my line is drawn, but it's drawn like way, way, way so past general, where the normal person. In would general, be. just a woman just doing just just a regular porn. Yeah, just I'd be a fine regular with, porn yeah, No, no, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, and so it, this if, isn't she just... could be doing anal, she could be doing gangbang. She could have been in the Phoenix Five Hundred. <laughs> you know, as long as she's a good person and and she's a good teacher, really. I mean, I, I want my kid to be well yeah. educated, and I can guarantee you. She's not going to be talking about those sorts of things. I agree. And these aren't um, – we haven't talked about this outside of this podcast. Um, outside of right now, we haven't discussed this before, and so it's interesting hearing your thoughts because I completely agree. Um, I can't recall actually hearing where a it's come to light where a porn star, an ex, an ex uh, porn worker was a teacher, although that could have that might have happened as well. But I have explicitly heard stories about – it coming to light that a, uh, a stripper, an ex-stripper, is now a teacher and mm-hmm. getting fired from their yep, job. Yep, I've heard of that too. Just strictly on those, on based on based on that, not based on performance, just based yeah. on what your previous um, your your previous vo- vocation was. And I have, and I'm on the page with you where I, I don't agree with it. As long as mm-hmm. as long as you're a good teacher, as long as what is what you do in the classroom and then you then i mean i guess you can get into the whole debate of other things if they do other question things that people might find questionable um i guess if other, you find out that the teacher's a, a big gambler um outside of the classroom i mean there'd be parents who would have a problem with that or i'm just trying to think like yeah i mean teachers aren't supposed to be role models and so one potential issue that i could see with this if it was somebody who is a teacher or or a public office is that you don't want the children to not have respect for the teacher so if the kids know that like let's say it was a female teacher was in porn and let's say she let's say she did a porn where where she was submissive you wouldn't want the kids to like see that and want to treat her that way or you know 
will be disrespectful that, as a result of that. And so that's there's, there's that two, is a concern. There's two issues there. One is the kids shouldn't be seeing the porn. Well, first of all. well, well, yeah, I guess there's that, and so um, there's that. But then there's there's two separate issues there. There's one is let's say let's let's discuss high schoolers because or or middle schoolers at least that yeah, way we're not talking about little that's kids. That's kind of where I was. Yeah. Just so we can that's assume, what I was envisioning. Like, let's assume that they've seen the porn, and so it's easier to talk about older kids if you wanna. If yeah. You wanna, so let's say they've let's say they happen to see a porn. Um, Let's say they happen to see one of the porns, do they, and they're submissive, hopefully you've taught your child to be respectful of their teacher teacher regardless, and so hopefully that doesn't come into play. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, it, it, when you see somebody in that kind of a position, it does make things difficult, but again, sexuality and morality are not necessarily linked, and, and that's the problem that I have with society in general is sexuality and morality and putting those two together. So I actually have the article here, and the um, the guy, his, his name is David Mack, and he says, quote, I don't see why everybody is so worried about the idea of sexuality. What they're not doing is making condoms available to students, which is a big problem. So apparently one of the things that uh, he had wanted um, and what he talked about in his platform was equality, technology, and sex education – and part of that was to make condoms available to try and decrease the the teenage birth rate because apparently in in that area there's a a high uh, teen birth rate. So you know, I mean, that, those are all really positive messages. So I, it's unfortunate that he's kind of getting stoned for yeah. His, I his I background. completely agree. I completely agree in, in in the way that it's too bad the way that our society is laid out. There's still such discrimination and and looking down on sex work um i mean the the old or the saying goes and it's true that sex you know prostitution is the oldest profession Mm -hmm. and it is and i've always thought and the more the older i've gotten and the more that i've grown in terms of what just just thinking a lot about sexuality and human rights it's it it becomes apparent like i feel strongly that prostitution should not be illegal and you we've talked about it and you feel the same way as long as um and it could even be regulated um yeah where was i going with that i started to get off on a, on a tangent oh that um it's just too bad that this society just looks has has such a negative view on sex work that it mars you for the rest of your life if you are a a stripper and then you move on and you actually were you know the old um the old working my way through work working my way through school because i've heard people say that they wouldn't take a doctor who used to be a stripper seriously or or no strippers are actually working their way through med school which i mean i mean there might be you know some, i'm, I'm yeah, sure there's and, strippers and i'm sure there's strippers out there who actually do we, lie we to their <laughs> customers but there's probably are those that work their way through school and should should a doctor get any less respect yeah. because they use their body to no it's personal choice and and that's a whole argument i actually want to talk about that in a whole separate topic is i've been hearing a um i i, I often listen to a, a local radio show around here that's pretty funny but they often have very sex negative views even though mm-hmm. their show is is supposed to be a you'd they promote themselves as like a sex positive open show but when you really listen to them a lot they're not and i don't want to you know, call them out on what show it is because I actually like it quite a bit. But um, it's it always comes up about how, and this isn't even about that show specifically. It's about just in life that women shouldn't have to use their bodies. They, you know, you personal like, choice. But but the thing is, is the, I thought about this a decent amount recently. Like, if you have it, like, like, what's to say that there isn't the other argument that why should I have to use my brain when I have my body? I mean that's that's an extreme. Of course, you don't want to be. And I think part of it too is women had to work so hard. Women's suffrage mm-hmm. worked so hard to be equal. Like yeah, the, the other women, you know, the nineteen seventies, the the you know, work so hard to make to build ourselves up that you just want to use your sexuality and not use your brain and your mind uh, as 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 smart as women are. I mean, women have had to struggle for that, and so I I understand that there's that sort of an argument from women just people in general where you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to use your body but if that's an asset of yours why should you be looked upon a a smart person an incredibly 
brilliant person isn't looked down upon because they're using the gifts that they have. They're using the brain. So if you're incredibly sexy and men, you can monetize it. I, however you can monetize. Um, and if, and, and if people will pay for the services you're providing with your body and it's done in a safe, I want to stress that too. I think everything needs to be in a safe, safe environment. Um, yeah, so I agree. You know, this, this, um, sex discrimination topic is interesting i just since we've been sitting here i was kind of doing a little bit of google searching just to see what other articles are and i came across an article and i i can't um validate if it's really 100 percent true or not without doing more research so you know take this for what it is and maybe take this as an opportunity as a listener to look into this a little bit more on your own uh, but i came across a couple of articles about um this is dated from april of this year about Chase Bank actually shutting down porn actors' bank accounts, like sending oh, them letters that they're they're shutting did, down their I did their read bank about accounts. that. I didn't mark it as an as something to talk about on the show. I should have, but yes, and, that was only a few weeks ago. And this that same article also is talking about um, a company called Loveability that sells um, condoms and other adult oriented material, and they were considered to be a reputational risk and. Uh, um, they were basically Chase wouldn't work with them anymore. But so. yeah, yeah, sexual discrimination—it's just such a shame. I don't even know how you go. Like, we're light years away from progress. Where it's the mindset of our society is is light years from any sort of progress. It's still it's still almost in the dark ages in terms of it's 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 you know it's illicit to go to a strip club, although. Some it has to do with I mean you're never going to get away from it because it's inherently comes um, an adult activity children aren't yeah. allowed so it's it's there's there's just an a risky risque illicit feeling to it and so that is always going to be linked but I would like to see society move to a place where a ex stripper can not have to worry about losing her job or have to hide it yeah even if she's an excellent teacher. And although I do, I do want to ask you while you were talking, I thought about this. Would it matter the age? Like, would it matter if a first grader was being taught by like, like, would it matter at all? Um, so my hope is that younger age children wouldn't even be aware of what, what her former uh, career had been. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not sure how that information no, no, no. would be disseminated. Guess, hold on, let, me, let me, let me, let me phrase it a little bit differently. Actually, in all of this, I don't care if the children find out or don't find out. I mean, well, I actually I do care if they find out. Let's assume that you don't that they don't find out that that, that you know. But do you, would you have a problem? No. At any yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't either. Um, now the older you get, just just the older like... you get, the more the chance that they will find out. Then they start. Then maybe like as as you mentioned, you get into the whole. Do yeah, you, I do you I would have a bigger problem if the teacher was a bootlegger, a former bootlegger, or if the teacher was you know the teacher was doing something that was like actually illegal. I might have a problem with that. If the teacher was a hooker, I you know that's an illegal activity in and of itself. Um, you know, so that but like. For me, the the bigger problem is it gets well, so, back to moral character. Well, going back, to, but the so act the, of hooking itself yeah, so the doesn't bother. The prostitution doesn't bother me. The just the act the of breaking the law. It's the morality of I need to like I'm breaking the law. To yeah yeah yeah, which is which is going back to I would be fine in turn, if prostitution was legal but regulated. Because um, yep. I think it should be, as I mentioned, I think it should be a safe environment. So I see what you're saying. Because at first I thought you were saying that you would have a problem with an ex-prostitute. No, not not the act of prostitution in and of itself. Just, but uh, that was a poor example, but it, I guess. It, but like, but it's it sh- you know I agree with you that even it's if I moral don't, fiber, even that's... if I don't think the act is is immoral or wrong, just it it does show some sort of character though in in um. In if what you're doing is like illegal and you don't right. care about respecting the law, right. because then you have somebody who's not respecting the law teaching right. your children, and then so then you get into this whole yeah, that, that's a, more well, of a touchy subject. It, it, it does start to question their morality. So prostitution is a touchy one in terms of in terms of being a teacher, and, right? And 
because you know it's not legal or political office it's not legal in most places or or political office um but stripping is a much easier way mm-hmm. easier one for me to say just just across yeah. the board i'm fine with that anyway. yeah and in and, and any position if you you could be my doctor you could be my lawyer you could be any of my professional services i'm as long as i i know that you are inherently good at your job capable yeah. of doing your job you to, educated appropriately to do your job exactly and present yourself in a professional manner like yeah. i'm saying that i don't i if don't if you care come if my, dressed in hooker clothing yeah. uh, i'm going to have a problem if you're if you're wearing that. you know provocative clothing as an ex stripper and as, as a teacher well then you're just asking for trouble but if you're acting in a completely professional manner yeah absolutely. then it shouldn't come up it shouldn't come into play yeah um, so i mean this really just from, brings to the larger topic of a whole it is just discrimination against um companies and people and i bring up companies just because we were talking about with chase bank that uh, are involved in in atypical um potentially sexually explicit behaviors you know and yeah and like at, for the chase bank uh, article that i was reading it was basically citing that they were um cutting all ties with this company and with these people for um immoral because of um activities that they're engaged in may be immoral and i i feel like that yeah, you can't manage the, my, you won't manage my money because you think what i'm doing is like, yeah, yeah that is ridiculous see, and, and to me that's kind of the product of the society we're in at the moment where the vocal minority can get online at any given time and damage a company's reputation by saying, oh, they support this, they support that, and all it takes is a couple of people to get on Twitter and any other social media and say a few horrible, nasty comments and then things go viral. I think companies in in cities and towns and whatever, I think they're scared because it's really hard to protect your image these days. It so is. So and... you'd rather be seen as squeaky clean, which means discriminating, than to try and stand up for the rights of what could be a decent person with a um, past that's different, that's atypical. And the the unfortunate thing is, sex workers are a group that it's hard to it's it, it's hard to have a ton of defenders out there. Like I don't think that there's going to be. Well, it's risky to defend it, them. Exactly. That's the that's the problem. Is that if. If Chase Bank says we don't want Kendra to, Holiday, I mean that's her story. Yeah, is... we don't want to, um, you know, Chase Bank. We don't want to, you know, associate or you know have banking relations with um, those in this in the sex industry, and because we believe it's amoral. Well, it's very hard to come out and say to argue that and to because when because yeah. you either have to say well even if it's amoral, you still have an obligation to just be impartial on that and provide banking services or you come out it's it, it, it's just hard to mm-hmm. it's a larger issue and and yeah. I, and i don't know much about this so I'm, I'm gonna mention it and then not talk about it too much but i mean google came out too and in, in recently i think in the last week that they will not have any um ads for anything sexually explicit or sexually sexually related in any of their google like i did see something about that yesterday and i i I don't know exactly what that means if that just means they're not gonna have like porn sites or if that means they're not gonna have anything sex related including products and that sort of thing so that needs to be looked into more before i can really feel comfortable talking about it but that's it's just another you know showing of a big company that is you know "Quote unquote," taking a stance. That's, yeah. that's actually the article that I came across. That was the headline: "Google takes a stance." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this this sex discrimination that's something that um I think that the as it, the what started this whole conversation off the blog about or the um the blog post about the the Philadelphia high school motivational speaker who the principal came out and apologized for having him as a motivational speaker. Um, that came from the the NCSF, the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, and I'm sure that they're a, a great resource that any of you out there who are more interested in sexual discrimination, because I don't feel like, I feel like we only touched the tip of the iceberg on this, and I feel like as we, the more we've talked about it, the more the balls got rolling. I just wanted to talk a little bit in terms of this, this um, the motivational speaker in general, and I just wanted to find out some, like, what how you thought, since now that we, we have a child, and what your thought was about who would be appropriate to, like, yeah. like if, and so so that and was the and, more but, i look into this too but then it, it steamrolled and so now we've had a good we could keep going here but we yeah the, the more i look up. into this the more i can see like this is clearly an issue with big companies there's there's articles about um discrimination 
for through PayPal and another company called WePay that's similar to PayPal where they're um, refusing services for um, payment of different uh, the the one the article I'm reading is actually payment for a convention for about feminist porn. Oh. And it was it was payment to get into the convention for feminist which, porn. Which, which convention specifically? It was. Oh, I have to wait for the ad to move. The feminist porn awards. Okay. Okay. I think I have. Um. I I think I've actually like I f- followed Tristan Taramino on Twitter, and I think that she's actually mentioned that specific convention before. I think. Um. But yeah. So I think we want to go ahead and start wrapping up here, and this is uh. Maybe we'll have to do a little bit more research and have a, a little bit more educated mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, episode. Yeah, I think this, this is a good of... start, and it's probably just the tip of the iceberg. And if, if you want to weigh in, and if you've if you've heard of similar things, or if you disagree with us fundamentally, we'd love to hear it and, and start the dialogue. You can email us at swingingaround at gmail dot com. Send us something on Twitter. We're at swingingaround. Uh, no G at the end of swinging. And uh, leave comments on on our blog swingingaround dot com. Any, any way you can get a hold of us, post on our Facebook page. We're, at sw- we're swinging around. Uh, we'd love to just start the dialogue and, and get your opinions and see if you know if you think we, if you agree with us. Maybe there's something we're overlooking in this, too. So. Exactly. And, uh, and send us those voicemails. Uh, um, what was that number again? 415-7-SWING-7. All right. Before I wrap it up here, I wanted to quickly, because we, we had a we, – we wanted to do a quick – um, quick fire, uh, Mary fuck blow. Okay. Because even though we're well, we're not really running that long, but I gotta get going here. I'm going to see Transformers three in <laughs> half an hour. It's four now. Transformers or, or, four. Transformers four, which is a three hour movie, so it's gonna be a late night. So I gotta get going here in a moment. But I still want to do this, and it's funny you happen to mention Big Bang Theory because that is that's what yours is on because that's what mine was on too. Really? I already had it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> we just we've watched... been watching the show. That's so funny. Indep- independently, we came up yeah, with that because I, I had that in my head. We just pounded through all seven seasons to to date. They're coming. Um, the show is still airing, or season eight will air in the fall. But uh, so. Go with that. I don't need to list off the characters. Mary Fuck Blow. The men? Yeah. Of the guys? Okay. Yeah, of the of the guys in the show. So we have Sheldon, uh, Raj, Gutherpali, uh um That's Howard, four, and I only have three choices. So Howard, I get to have a two a threesome. Well yeah, you Devil's get to, threesome. Whatever combination you want. You but you can only marry one, but you can have any other combination you want. You can kill two of them, you can have you can have any combination. <laughs> no, I can't kill any. That's not Mary Fuck Blow. Oh, There's yeah, no killing. Is. Yeah. Well I Okay. Guess, yeah. I would have a threesome, Devil's threesome with Raj and Howard. I would blow um I would blow God what's his name? Uh, I would marry Leonard, so then I would blow... God, I can't remember. Sheldon. You'd blow Sheldon? Yeah, and the whole time he'd probably be disgusted because, like, my mouth would be on his cock. And so I thought, what would gross him out more or less? Blowing or sex? And I thought, well, I could have sex with him and rock his world and have him be, like, you know, because he's, he's so not asexual. Like, I could have sex with him. But then I thought, well, no, that that could be... Not that different from, like, a woman thinking that she could have sex with a gay guy and turn him straight. I mean, he's not gay, but same thing. So I thought, well, I'll blow him, and then I'll go for the devil's threesome with the other two. And then, <laughs> and and Raj, who, like, has sex so infrequently anyway, I'm sure that I would rock his world. And <laughs> Howard's a kinky bastard, so that'd be fun. And then I'd marry um, Leonard. He's it's... the most normal of, of all of them. So I only have three, so I have Bernadette, um, Bernadette... Penny and um, oh, what is Amy Farrah Fowler? Amy Farrah. Although when I was originally planning on presenting this, I was gonna say Penny's too easy because she's so hot and like there's no guy analog for me. Um, so I was gonna also throw in um, Leonard's mom. No, I'm I'm not, I'm I'm gonna ignore her. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So out of those, I think yours is easy. By the way, I don't think so. Maybe. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it's exactly what you think. Okay. So. Um, I would fuck Penny. I would, I I think that's probably the obvious one. And then you could marry Penny. As well, so my I would fuck Penny. I would marry Bernadette. Yeah, she has she big, has big, big, big titties. titties. 
She better let you motorboat and uh, titty fuck her. And she's funny too. I think she's funnier. But that than voice, Penny. Oh, that voice. Yeah. That voice is annoying. I've gotten and, over and she's seven starting seasons, to yell like Howard's mom. I've gotten used to it over seven seasons. Although so. she is short like me. So and then um, I, would, I don't look that much different. From I would let Amy Farrah Fowler blow me. I <laughs> do not find her that attractive. I mean, she's funny on the show, but she's she has a dry sense of humor. Funny, yeah. and so in real life. It's 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 funny on TV, but she probably wouldn't be that funny of a person in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't want to really eat her out. Um, so I, I'm not gonna go that direction. But I'll let her blow me just because she is the lesser of the three. So did that go the way you thought it was gonna go? No. Well, then there you go. So I was wrong. So oh. what? So you said it was so easy. What did you think was the obvious choices? I thought you'd marry Penny wrong. and fuck Bernadette, and then let amy okay you. so you got one out of three so you're like oh this is so easy and then i i know 66 percent was different because then you could fuck penny the rest of your life she's hot i but bernadette's not bad either they, do, they don't dress her all that well on the show like with the dresses and those that's little true cardigans. but you can still tell you in the way they dress her how big those titties are they are big so all right everybody with that stay sexy and stay swinging <laughs>